what we're really talking about, especially if you're a woman in business, is that you need to lead with your genius. I mean, trust me, I have worked with so many women, hundreds and hundreds of women who get stuck in doing their learned strength for their delivery system, for their service that they're providing, and they're just exhausted and they're just tired and they're drained all the time. And they push themselves hard because women do, right? We push ourselves hard. We are resilient. We can multitask. We can like bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan, raise our kids, right? We can do it all. And we shouldn't have to. I'm Sonia Statman, and you're listening to Women in the Business Arena. Over the last 20 years, I've had the honor of working with thousands of women in business. During that time, I have been obsessed with finding a new way to operate business. One that eliminates hustle, supports ease, aligns with our values, and gives us a sustainable pathway to change the world. This podcast shares with you some of the lessons I've learned along the way. The conversations we have here are intimate, honest, and enlightening. It's like hanging out with friends who also happen to be pretty amazing business owners. Here we challenge what the world says business has to be to trailblaze a path of our own. Are you ready? Here we go. Hey, I just wanted to introduce this week's episode. This is actually a throwback from The Feminine Lens. I did a one-season podcast called The Feminine Lens. You can find it at thefemininelens.com or on any podcast app. This episode correlated so well with our topic this season that I wanted to share it again with you. As we explore the idea that growth is a removal process, the growth tip for this week is to focus on your strengths and actually forget your weaknesses. This episode is a solo episode I did around the importance of embracing your strengths. So enjoy. Hi, and welcome back to The Feminine Lens. I am so excited because we are going to look at strengths and genius. I have been coaching with women in business for a long, long time, 20 years, And I've learned that when we really know our strengths and genius, like when we understand what we're innately great at, it gives us a lot more confidence and it really connects us to our innate worth. I've also learned that aligning with our strengths and genius means we are more in alignment in our lives, in our businesses, we have more ease, we have more joy, and we have more fulfillment. And guess what? By being and operating in our strengths and genius, we also create more wealth. It's a win-win-win all around. And then in business, if you really know your strengths and genius and you're operating in that way all the time, that's where you're going to find your unique message. That's where you're going to find your differentiation. And that's where you're going to really find the path to standing out, right? So it's all about being really aligned with who we innately are, our innate strengths, and our genius. And I think, you know, on the opposite side of that, focusing on constantly improving weaknesses really centers our attention on lack, right? It kind of tells us and shows us how we aren't good enough, and it really sets us up for a shame spiral. 
Now, interestingly enough, this is a really subtle process because oftentimes, even in our quest for growth, right, our quest for gaining more skills, right, nothing's wrong with gaining more skills, but sometimes the underlying energy in that quest is that we're still trying to improve a weakness because we think we aren't good enough. And so that's a whole different process. But I want to just remind you that, you know, we are really worthy by breathing. There's nothing that we need to do or be to be more worthy. And so unchaining our growth, unchaining our skills, even unchaining our business from our worth is actually a really important process. And then when we design our business, when we design our lives to really align with our innate strengths and genius, it means everything is so much more effortless and easy for us to do. All right, so let me kind of reframe strengths and what I mean by strengths and what we're going to talk about this month in terms of strengths. Because oftentimes strengths are defined as things we do very well, right? And nothing's wrong with that. That's fine. But what ends up happening is we get a lot of indoctrination, right? A lot of perspectives as we grow up, whether in school, whether by our parents, whether by our loved ones, partners, bosses. And we are often shaped to learn things that are not in our genius, right? We are shaped to gain strengths and things that we can do very well, but they're not our genius. And so it's really interesting because in positive psychology, personal strengths are defined as our built-in capacity for particular ways of thinking, feeling, and behaving. So with this frame, a strength means you have these built-in capacities, And so what's great about that is it means you have like an endless supply of capacity when you are operating in your innate strengths, right? In your genius, in your lane. But when you are operating outside of your innate strengths and genius, when you are doing things you have learned to be good at, then what happens is you don't have a built-in capacity for that. And that's what leads to exhaustion. And that's what leads to burnout. And that's what leads to limited success in our businesses. So I like to look at strengths as our innate wisdom, gifts, and genius. And we don't deplete these. And that's such a good framework when you start to look at what you're doing in your business, what you're doing in your life. What is it in your life that's really exhausting you? Now, it can be the thing itself is not your genius and wisdom. It's not your innate strength, or it could be the way you are doing it is not part of your innate strengths, but it really gives us a picture, a measurement, a feeling to understand when we're operating in and out of our genius. So I think, you know, what's really interesting is, you know, I've worked with thousands of women over the years. And I would say that most women are working only 20% in their natural strengths. And that means 80% they're outside of their built-in capacity. So you can see how we're going off into exhaustion and burnout and health issues because we're operating so often outside of our innate strengths. Now, some of this is because of the patriarchal frameworks, right? And this is why it's so important that we're reframing these topics with the feminine lens, because the patriarchal frameworks, they only value the masculine side of the spectrum of strengths, 
right? So the world praises production, it praises doing, it praises thinking. So you can kind of think of like a the cycle of a fruit tree. Really what's praised in our world is the masculine side of that cycle, and that's the producing, right? That's the fruiting, the things that we can take, the things that we can, you know, pick off of a tree. All the other process of that cycle is is less focused on, right? Less praised, less accepted. But the feminine gifts are often overlooked and dismissed and diminished. Things like feeling, things like rest, things like being, these are very, very powerful skills. They're very powerful strengths and they're diminished. And so we spend a lot of our life and especially our work life and careers and businesses trying to operate in this masculine patriarchal framework. And we get really exhausted, especially if it's not our natural strength. Now, I love to play with the feminine and masculine. So if you've listened to my podcast or you've you know seen any of my stuff, I often play around with this idea of the masculine and feminine energy. And that's not about gender. That's about energy. All of us are born somewhere on that spectrum of energy, right? So some people are more naturally feminine. Some people are more naturally masculine. And, you know, it does kind of fall more on gender, right? So more women are more towards the feminine and more men are more towards the masculine. But again, we're all on a spectrum. So I've known women who are more on the masculine side of the spectrum. I've known women who are very much on the feminine side and same with men. So we're not talking about gender. We're talking about how we're born, right, and how we flow naturally and, you know, what our innate skills are and what our innate wisdom is birthed in. And so some people are more on the feminine side of things and some the masculine. Well, if you're on the masculine side, the world fits you right? Like you are able to operate way more effectively in your strengths. And this is why some women can operate really well in the masculine frameworks of business. Now I am much more on the feminine side. And so for decades, really, honestly, at least for the first decade, I was always coming up against like exhaustion and burnout. And like, I could never operate in the same capacity as other women in business. And that's because my gifts and my strengths are more naturally on the feminine side. And I had to learn to design my business and design my day and design my um, schedule and my tasks to more align with my innate strengths and gifts and genius. And so it is somewhat about knowing yourself and knowing how you flow. And then it's about making sure you're aligning your business with that flow. So if you are more feminine, right, which a lot of my clients are more on the feminine spectrum, meaning they are more comfortable being than doing, they maybe are more introverted, um, quieter, you know, contemplators, they prefer to go slower, right, maybe they're feelers, healers. So, you know, that's more on the feminine side of things. And so what happens is because of these patriarchal frameworks, we often spend a lot of time in our business, you know, working outside of our strengths. And so we really have to shift that in order to succeed. So, you know, I want to talk a little bit about sort of your innate strengths versus learned strengths, because we talked a little bit about this already. But I think it's important for us to understand what is really the difference between our innate strengths and our learned strengths. If you've ever read The Big Leap, that's a really great book. 
he talks about it and frames it in this idea of your zone of genius versus your zone of excellence. And so this is a great thing to kind of explore for yourself because what I have found with a lot of women in business is the services that are offering, right? The, the deliveries, the, the pieces that they're actually providing their business, sometimes they're really offering that outside of their zone of genius. So it's their zone of excellence. They've learned to be good at it. Maybe they've honed those skills in their corporate environment. And so they, they're like, yes, this is my skill. I'm good at it. I should go out and run a business in it. The challenge with running a business in your zone of excellence is you will get quickly depleted and you will get quickly exhausted and you will be operating out of your strengths or genius a lot more often. Whereas if you really hone in on your lane, you're really offering that zone of genius, then you're always having energy. You don't get depleted because you're in your zone of genius. You're in that built-in capacity. So this is why it's such a good exploration, especially if you're in business, and it can be true in a career work as well, because you know we need to be at our full capacity to step into our full potential. And it's really hard to balance a family and life and wealth and create money and do all the things that we need to do if we're constantly tired and constantly exhausted. So just to kind of go back through a little bit of explanation, innate strengths are effortless. They're easy. You don't have to think about them. You don't have to improve them. You are already good at them. Now, I've spent a lot of time, I mean, thousands of women I've worked with, and almost all of them, I have done some work around, you know, pulling out their strengths and genius, like honing in on what they're really good at. And we often take for granted our innate strengths because they're so easy for us, right? And we think, oh, this can't be a strength. It's like, it's too easy. It's easy for everyone, right? Sometimes we think that it's, we devalue it because it's easy with for everyone. We believe everyone's got this. I remember when I was a copywriter pre-coaching and I always just thought writing was just easy for everyone, right? Because <laughs> writing was so easy for me. And I realized after going out there and trying to sell my services that copywriting and writing was like really hard for a lot of people. And so I had always taken that gift for granted because I, you know, really thought everybody could do it. And so I see this constantly with a lot of women is that they really believe that their gift, that their genius is not valuable but it so is. And this is where we really get in that win-win situation when we're operating in our genius, we're fulfilled, we're happy, we have an easy life, and we give the best service to people. They get this the best service when we are operating in our genius. So the other thing about an innate strength is you were born with it. So you can hone it, right? You can, I, I don't like the word improve, but you can get more consciously skilled with it, but it's natural to you. So it's not something that you have to go take a class on or something that you have to go get a certification on, right? You're already innately good at it. So a learned skill is something that we've mastered, but over time we get exhausted by it. And that's because we don't have the same built-in capacities for it. So we do it for value and validation, 
or sometimes it's part of an identity. So, you know, I know there's lots of things I was good at. They weren't my genius. They didn't make me happy, but I was good at. And then I was praised for it when I was young and a child. And so then I did more and more of that to get more validation, to be good enough, to get my parents to approve of me. You know, we all have some patterns like that. And so that really became part of my identity is that as long as I was doing that, I was being praised for it. And therefore I was validated, but I was exhausted. And so I came to find for myself that it wasn't worth it. So they can be helpful in moderation. So we can learn skills that are helpful in moderation, but not as the lead. And what we're really talking about, especially if you're a woman in business, is that you need to lead with your genius. I mean, trust me, I have worked with so many women, hundreds and hundreds of women who get stuck in doing their learned strength for their delivery system, for their service that they're providing, and they're just exhausted, and they're just tired, and they're drained all the time. And they push themselves hard because women do, right? We push ourselves hard. We are resilient. We can multitask. We can like bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan, raise our kids, right? We can do it all. And we shouldn't have to right? I mean, I don't know about you all, but I really want an easy life. (laughs) I really do, right? And I'm always having to work on the process of this because we are taught so often that the innate skills we have, especially if they're on the feminine side, they're not worthy, right? They're not enough. And so, you know, I've spent my whole life working on doing the worthy work, so that I can really recognize my strengths and honor them in everything that I do. So I think it's important that we actually just stop worrying about our weaknesses. You know, sometimes, and, and you know, a lot of strengths-based, you know, I don't know, quizzes and things that you can take, like sometimes you're going to, you get your strengths and your weaknesses, our SWOT analysis for business, your strengths and weaknesses. And, you know, that's great. That's a model. You can use it for data. But I actually think it's important that we let go of our weaknesses, right? We just need to really own who we are. We need to own innately who we are, what we're good at, and just say, bye-bye. I don't need to improve that weakness. I just need to not include it in what I offer, right? And, you know, I noticed when I was working with my clients on strengths, because we've done strengths throughout my program, there was still this unconscious habit. So even though they were, they said they're working on their strengths (laughs) and they're exploring their strengths, there's still this unconscious habit of trying to improve weaknesses, right? Of diminishing our strengths. So I think it's really great to actually make some kind of deliberate decision, have a ritual, Have an intentional practice to let go of your weakness, to decide that you're no longer going to try to improve it. You're no longer going to try to work with it, like that you're just going to let it go and you're going to operate fully in your strengths. And I'll give you an example of this in my own life. And this is actually something that I really understood probably just in the last year, right? So it's a kind of a newer awareness. So one of, on a, you know, I've taken lots of strength-based kind of tests and different things. And one of my weaknesses is always consistency. 
I'm not consistent. Like I just, I can't be, I, I don't operate consistency. I'm very cyclical. So, you know, sometimes I'm extroverted. Sometimes I'm introverted. Sometimes I like being with people. Sometimes I don't like being with people. Sometimes I have energy. Sometimes I have no energy. I'm very cyclical. And some of that is with my feminine cycle, but oftentimes it's just me. I'm just not consistent. And I always for decades, especially in business, used to beat myself up for it. Oh, I have to be consistent. That's so important. You know, my clients want me to be consistent. I have to be consistent in my marketing. I have to be consistent in ABC, right? I worked on my weakness all the time. And I probably got like a fraction of improvement, <laughs> right? Or just a lot of hacks, a lot of hacks so that I could be more consistent. And finally, this last year, I actually stopped and I was like, you know what? I'm going to not try to be consistent anymore. I'm actually going to embrace my inconsistency because when I'm inconsistent, it gives me a lot of power. You know, having time away from people, having time disconnected from the internet, disconnected from socials, like that is where I gain all this power and wisdom and strength. And then when I'm ready to come out, I have so much more wisdom to give, right? I have so much more power to give. But if I don't have that inconsistency, I'll end up in burnout, right? And I'll end up in not even providing all the power and all the grace and all the wisdom that I have to present. So I actually really got to this point of embracing my inconsistency, and loving it and honoring it and being like, not just that it is a weakness and I've accepted that it's a weakness, but that actually it's a strength. My inconsistency is a strength. That changed everything in my business. And I started to design and realign things to actually work with my inconsistency. For instance, the fourth week of every month, I have a, what I call an integration week. And I've actually incorporated this now into my program so that my clients have an integration week as well. And the idea is that week we don't take calls, right? We, we're not like showing up for everyone else. We're showing up for ourselves. We have a whole week to process, to explore, to be in the feminine energy, to not have timelines. Now, not everybody has chosen to create that process, but I have. And I know a lot of my clients have as well. And it's shifting our, our whole being, right? Shifting our ability to tap into our wisdom. It's giving our wisdom space to surface. It's allowing us to have these amazing things drop in vision and next steps and ideas and creativity. And so that's one of the ways that I took that, you know, supposed weakness. And I embraced it as a strength and I actually shifted my business around it. And that has been so good for myself and even good for my clients. So this is the kind of things you can do is that we actually can just let go of trying to focus on our weaknesses and just really embrace our strengths. So the last thing I want to say is that part of this idea of embracing our strengths and one of the reasons why I brought it up as a really important topic is because the, we're talking about the difference between really feeling our innate worthiness, right? Our innate strengths, there are innate worthiness versus trying to, you know, do all these learned strengths, embrace our weaknesses. That is like this needing to do something to be worthy. And I think it's so important that we start to really work on and embrace our innate 
worthiness. This is the whole reason I created the Worthy Women Collective, because I wanted a space where women could recognize their innate worthiness, because you are already worthy. There's nothing that you need to do or be to have worthiness, nothing. You are already worthy. So aligning with our innate strengths, it almost reinforces that worthiness. It says, yes, I was born this way and I'm amazing, right? I'm embracing who I am, how I was born, what energy I came with, what natural rhythm I operate with. I am worthy. I don't need to be something else, do something else, improve anything, be more, right? I'm already enough. And this very kind of subtle, unconscious process, it really reinforces our worthiness. The more we align with our strengths and genius, the more worthiness we feel. And I think that's a very important process. So I hope you've enjoyed this little foundational episode and I'm really thankful you're here and I will be here with you next week. How did you enjoy the show? We have so many amazing episodes coming up this season that you don't want to miss. So make sure you're subscribed on your favorite podcast app or head over to womeninthebusinessarena.com to subscribe there. We feel so honored to have you as a listener of our show. Until next time, take care of yourself. <laughs>